This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What did we talk today? Talk about today in the podcast, Do that's not from a parallel universe. <laughs> Um, Is there any story today that you would say, that, that you wouldn't say five to ten years ago? That, come on. Was there a single story in, in today's show? I don't think so. I, I can't think of one that seemed even mildly rational. Tonight... I'm doing a special on Blaze TV. Uh, I'm going to show you how it gets worse. We are now officially in the place that I said top down, bottom up, inside out. The top is now solidified in charge. They have their hands on all the levers. They just need the country to be be turned inside out and us fighting violently against each other. That way they can come down because the bottom has risen up. Uh, I'm going to show it to you tonight with the trans army. We talk about a lot of this on today's podcast. You don't want to miss a second of it. Uh, It's brought to you by American Giant. Every time I think about American Giant, I think about going into the clothing store in my little hometown of Mount Vernon, where we used to buy Levi's. And uh, you still kind of buy Levi's like this if you buy them, you know, in in a regular store. You can go fancy pants stores and they don't sell like this. But they used to just put them up on shelves. Uh, And then, you know, my mom would take me and I'd buy all of my clothes, you know, one time a year. Uh, If I was lucky, I could get a new pair of Levi's. Um, That's the way it used to be. It's not that way anymore. 95% of the clothing Americans bought back in the 60s made here in America. Now 97% of it comes from some foreign place. I welcome American Giant as a sponsor to this program. To them, it's not just the products that they make, it's the American workers that make them. It's about good paying jobs that allow people to take pride in their hard work that they do. That you wanna fix the country? That's how you do it. You begin restoring our dignity. I want you to go to American-Giant.com and look at their clothing. If you're in, in, you know, looking for any kind of clothing, get the best American-made clothing. All sourced. The cotton is sourced. The, the cotton farmers are from America. It's all cut, pieced, sewn together here in America. Changing the world one customer at a time. It's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. There is a uh, developing story in Wisconsin, and um, we have an exclusive interview here with Libby uh, Sobik. She is with the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. 
This is really, this is an absolute sign of the times. This story is something that I think is happening over and over and over again. And everybody knows it. But the parents are being slammed for saying anything about it. Libby, welcome to the program. Thanks so much. So tell me what tell me what happened. This was uh, da, 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 at what school is the name of this school? Uh, it is Sun the Prairie School yes. District in Wisconsin. Sun Prairie. Okay. So what happened? So earlier in March, there were four freshman girls uh, going into the girls' locker room after a gym class that involved a swim unit, and decided to rinse off before class. Very common practice. And while they were in the girls' locker room, an adult biological male, a senior student, was also in the locker room with them, proceeded to walk into the bathroom naked, and as he exposed his body to them, said, I'm trans, by the way. This was incredibly uncomfortable for these four freshman, 14-year-old girls. And when they brought this incident to the attention of their school administrators, the school administration completely failed to do anything in accordance with federal law, including notifying their parents. Oh, my God. And after weeks of parents reaching out to the school, asking for conversation with the school administration, asking for clarity around school policies, the school only met with the parents a month after the incident and has yet today to identify a policy that really clarifies what should have happened and how they're going to prevent this from happening in the future. So is this is this boy has he claimed he was trans before do you know yes it's our understanding that this senior student has a socially transitioned and identifies as a transgender woman Jeez. but this really raises questions about the biden administration's push to school districts and other institutions of higher education about what sex means under title nine Right. For the last 50 years, we've understood that Title IX protects young women and girls and ensures to provide them with spaces that are safe from sexual harassment. Yet today, under the Biden administration, all of that has been turned upside down. And in fact, we don't know what safe spaces should be provided for young women. And under the Sun Prairie School District's current statement of policies, the girls were the ones that were expected to leave the locker room. That's completely backwards. Oh, my gosh. I have to tell you, for a group of people that were the ones that were screaming about safe spaces, the the disregard for our children and for our girls in particular to have a safe space is remarkable, just remarkable. I completely agree. I'm not only an attorney, I'm a mom of two young girls. And these are the sorts of item issues that are really of nightmares for parents, right? We want to put our students in school and expect that they have a safe space to learn and participate in educational activities. And school districts, quite frankly, are receiving these directives from the Biden administration. And instances, instances like these that apparently, quote unquote, never happen are only going to continue to happen as the Biden administration pushes these regulations to change what the definition of sex means under Title IX. So um, you're taking them to court? You're taking the school district to court? 
We are not, actually. Unfortunately, there's not really an avenue to bring the school district to court under federal law. And so these very brave parents said, we want to bring light to this situation. We want there to be accountability for the school district. And that's what the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty has stepped up to do. We want to protect these young girls from the cultural backlash of cancel culture by being the ones to bring this issue to light and talk about why we need to have transparency and clear policies around Title IX and sexual harassment. So if there's no road to litigation, how are you expecting to change the mind of of the school district? Well, I, you know, in today's world, uh, bringing to light these issues can be a really powerful tool. We're already seeing the school district having to respond in multiple instances. Now they started off saying that this wasn't clearly reported. They are now saying, well, this in fact did happen and that they're taking steps to make sure it hasn't, it won't happen again. And we want this to be a lesson for school districts around the country. You can't shy away from hard conversations. You need to have clear policies around what sexual harassment means and how students can access spaces for students of one gender or another. And most importantly, we hope that the Biden administration is paying attention and really considering before they put these regulations into law, really thinking through what the consequences of their actions are. We'll stand at the ready to, you know, join what I expect to be a national movement to hold the Biden administration accountable. Once those regulations go into effect, we're still waiting for that to happen. But for now, we really want to hold these school districts accountable by having a national conversation. Okay. Libby, thank you so much. Uh, Liberty, uh, or sorry, Libby is with, um, uh, uh, the uh, law firm, the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. Uh, and you can find uh, more information about what they do and how you can get involved at will-law.org. Libby, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, um, <clears throat> you bet. I have to tell you, did you see the story that was in the news uh, today, Stu? I'm just looking for it, where the doctor... A doctor who says uh, that this is not, hang on, I'm finding it here, uh, that this is not what transgenderism is not what everybody thinks it is. He says there is a known psychological phenomena, and it is called autogynephilia, and it is a man's sense of being sexually aroused at the thought of himself as a woman. Trans activists are pushing back on this. He said, but this is a psychological disorder. And uh, he said when they are linked to sexuality of wanting to get you know, dressed as a woman, then you get shame and guilt and fear and people don't want that. So they deny this condition and he says the problem with it is is it is a it's a sexual disorder so you're putting some of if if one if we could just save one child if one of these guys has this putting him in the locker room with girls is just the worst that there could be it's amazing we have to make these arguments particularly from people who spent the previous 
three to five years telling us if a male coworker makes a joke that is a little bit blue, they should be fired and humiliated and thrown off of, a pl- uh, off of the workforce and never be- to be seen again. Yeah. You know, if, uh, if, a, if a male asks a woman out or flirts with her, it is some massive, you know, uh, crisis, right? I mean, like the entire, like the, there were multiple levels of the Me Too thing, the Harvey Weinstein level being a very valid one. And then it trickled down to like, hey, he, he once asked a coworker out and therefore he's, you know, toast. And it's like these same people are like, you know, Teenage girls should probably be naked with teenage boys in the same locker room against in their this, will. In this case, That's an 18-year-old. Pro- an 18-year-old and a 14-year-old should be, and the 14-year-olds don't want it to happen, are saying no. We should ignore that. That's the, the same people are making these arguments? Well, no means. In this case, well, no, means no means yes. Yes. Right? I guess. I, I guess. don't know. You yeah. Know? Huh. I, which is just fascinating. And this also goes to the 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 parade situation that happened over the weekend where uh what was the city was it uh in florida in florida right yeah, yeah where they had this it was port st Lucie. Mm-hmm. they're gonna have a pride parade um organized by the pride alliance of the treasure coast i uh, love that and the law stepped in and said look you can have a pride parade we're not going to stop that. You, can do what, you want to have pride for whatever you're having pride for. One of the seven deadly sins. Go ahead. Just have a parade to celebrate that. But go ahead. Do that. The thing is, if you're going to have nudity and people, you know. Here, here's what the law actually says. Yeah, go on. You can't have, if you're doing something in front of a live audience and in whole or in part depict or simulate uh, nudity, Sexual conduct, sexual excitement, specific sexual activities, lewd conduct, or the lewd exposure of prosthetic or imitation genitals or breasts. Mm -hmm. You cannot do it in public with children present. Apparently, you could still do it in public. Yes. Which is actually news to me. I didn't didn't know you could. But you can do that in public. You just can't do it in front of children. And they're like, oh, we can't do it in front of children? Let's cancel the entire parade. I mean, what is that? Legitimately, they decided to cancel the parade because they could not do it in front of children. That is like... Like, I... (laughs) Am yeah, I missing a step in the no, logic train I'm here? just wondering Very what guy. you were going to say. No. That is like, no. what? No. What? It seems as if what their goal here was... To do it in front to, of children. To, to have nudity and sexual acts depicted in front of children. And then they're like, I can't believe these conspiracy theorists who think that there's all this weird stuff going on with kids. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you keep backing up the conspiracy theory. Like, are you trying to convince us it is true? I, it is incredible that this keeps happening, and I guess maybe their argument as well. If, we're, if you're not going to tell us how we're going to do our parade, blah blah blah. Well, they—that's what the law is. It's kind of telling you what you. It's one of the reasons why we resist a lot of laws. Not this one, though. The nudity in front of kids act is one that I support. You should not have it. It is just amazing to me. Just amazing to me that we have to say that. I know it's weird. It's, it's really we, weird. You have a parade. That is all about sex, and you're carrying all kinds of the issue. You know, was, things that you're mm-hmm. carrying with you Replic- on the fo- like uh, replicas. reproductive replicas. Yes. let's call it that. Y- you mm-hmm. are carrying those. You are 
I mean, you're just pushing sex. That's all that is. And you think, I mean, I I really think this is the beginning uh, of giant pushback. And I, I really hope that it becomes sane and, uh, you know, that you don't flip uh, the, to the other side and the other side becomes as nasty as people on the left are. I, I don't want people to just be rounded up and thrown into jail because they're all a politician. I want fair and just trials for anybody in Washington that has been doing Hunter Biden. I want a fair and just trial. I don't want to just throw him in because I say he's guilty, even though I know he is. And I, <laughs> I have no problem with transgender people as long as you're keeping it, you know, in the appropriate place, which is never a school, never, or stripping in front of children. It is never an appropriate place. But I'm telling you, this is the beginning of pushback. I think America has had it up to here. And if if these people aren't careful, careful, yeah, I mean, you, you know, because they're how dare them think that we shouldn't be able to do that in public with children? How dare us? Oh, I think I think we're just getting started. I think we're just getting started. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. And don't forget, rate us on iTunes. So, Stu, have you been following the Nashville shooter, the uh, manifesto thing? I think it's fascinating. I uh, do, too. Just one of the strangest things. You know, you, you think you think you know a country. And then, and then this thing <laughs> and happens. And then this happens. Yeah. Okay, so the Nashville shooter, she goes in, kills six at the Covenant Elementary School. She's shot by police. They grab a manifesto, and there's two manifestos, apparently. One is uh, why she did it and all of her thoughts behind it. And the other one is like, here's what I'm going to do. And they're now saying that the FBI won't release it. So it's out of the Nashville police hands, apparently. Mm. It's now with the FBI. And who doesn't trust the FBI? So they... um, they're not going to do it because they said that it is it's very disturbing and it would be astron I'm quoting astronomically dangerous. Wow. That's astronomically I dangerous. Very very strange and and seemingly there's a path here, right? Astronomically dangerous to whom? Now she's talking about apparently and again, I'm calling her her mm-hmm. because she's a woman mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. the entire media has abandoned their policy of welcoming a gender transition because she identifies as a man yet nowhere in any article do they actually call her a he why why in this one case have they abandoned this policy that they say you are a complete hate monger if you it's dead naming. They are dead naming this shooter. Now, I am completely for that. 
whatever she would want in life, I want the opposite to happen in her in her wake. That's what <laughs> well, I want. I mean, I don't need to be. I don't want to be vindictive about it. I just eh. want to tell that. <laughs> And, uh, she went and killed a bunch of nine-year-olds. Yeah, I know. You know? I, I kind know. of feel like I want to be a little vindictive. Yeah, I that know. That might not be the most biblically based <laughs> belief that I have. I don't think that's really biblically based <laughs> at, all. at all. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, but I right. don't. There are times in which uh, the, my emotions maybe get no, the best I know, of me. No, I know. I know. So we'll just say we'll leave that aside for I a mean, moment. I mean, you know, it's 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 hard to be like me all the time, especially the humility part mm. of me. I mean. There is nobody more humble than me, and you know that. So <laughs> You're the I humblest. I, I'm the humblest. There should be an award for this. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'm too humble to ask for it. But the path um, here is interesting, I think, yeah. because they're saying it's incredibly dangerous. Like, I don't. does she have a decoder ring for our nuclear arsenal? What do you mean it's astronomically dangerous? Yeah, so there's two things, though. Mm-hmm. There is her why I did it and what I'm planning. Mm-hmm. And what the I guess the FBI is saying is uh, the the part where she was planning somebody else. They said to be very, very dangerous because somebody else could get this and just pick it up where she left off. Well, I don't think it's all that hard. I mean, unless, like Stu said, she has codes to the nuclear secret. We don't need that. But I think you're fooling yourself if you are thinking that. You know, crazy people can't come up with a plan to kill a lot of people. You know what I mean? Right. Now, maybe it was, let's target the GOP headquarters. And because I, I believe the uh, the FBI is trying to protect something. I just don't think it's oh. the American people. And what I think it is, if I may uh, propose a guess here. Yes. Is Glenn... Do you know what evil conservatives would do if they heard, if they read this manifesto by this trans person? They would target the trans well, that's community. What they did say that. That's that's that is what they're saying. So like mm-hmm. when a trans person kills 9-year-olds, the danger are conservatives who might go after other unrelated you know, trans people. Can I just tell you something here? Uh, can I tell you something? We have 350 million guns. They're in the hands of most of the conservatives, very few liberals. Okay? Just want to make this really clear. If there was a problem, you'd know about it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it is a geez. it is a bizarre inconsistency in their argument as you as you note here. But like in there's a uh, there's a quote from a guy from John Jay College of Criminal Justice and he says I think what the FBI is really concerned with uh, and I think law enforcement is that if there is something in there that is truly da- da- damaging for the transgender community I think they are hesitant to do it because they are afraid Boy, of a violent backlash against that protected class of people. What would be in there that would what? be so damaging? This is a crazy person. What honestly what could she have written? That would be worse than murdering nine-year-olds. I like I I don't know like and again I have not seen any backlash against your everyday trans person for them these murders. What we, I I think what you note about conservatives that we tend to treat people as individuals. So the people 
actually murdering nine-year-olds, yes, we want consequences to come to them. The people actually jiggling their naked genitals in front of kids' faces, we think there should be legal consequences there, too. But we don't blame every single person that has similar immutable characteristics or, or mutable characteristics mm. that, because they share them with, with criminals. You don't blame the group. That's the left's thing to do. And maybe that's why every media source seems to get on these bandwagons because that's the way they think. Well, they always finger themselves. They, they, that's they a, always. I'm sorry for that. They always. People, people, you with your dirty you are, minds. I know you. you. This is this is the audience's fault, not yours, Glenn. This Thank is you. their fault for where their mind Thank went. You. My God, I blame them. <laughs> I am disappointed in every single person in this audience for what they just thought. You, you're wow, sick. That is sick. I'm, sick. I'm starting to side with the media yeah. on you. You know. So the media <laughs> always points to us mm-hmm. on the things that they do. Yeah, the things that they believe. Yes, that's you know? what they do. So I'm going to move off of that point and uh, <laughs> let me get to uh, okay. So, the guy in Louisville that shot five people and killed them at the old National Bank in Louisville. Remember that story? I do remember that, Yeah, okay, okay. Remember, that was going to be, you know, oh, we got to ban these guns. Mm. Mm -hmm. 13-page manifesto, which the Daily Mail has, allegedly disclosed that the 25-year-old shot and killed multiple colleagues in part to prove his belief that guns are too easy to obtain in Kentucky. He wanted to draw attention to mental illness, something his parents later disclosed he suffered from and took medicine from. Gun control backers latched on to the shooter's crimes to embolden Democrats to move forward with an unconstitutional red flag law and gun grabs. But that's what he wanted. That's what was in his manifesto. And, you know, let me just, let me just say this. They are on, they're on television and uh, in public. Imagine if I were on the air every day and I said, those people for January 6th, I'm bailing all of them out. I'm, you know, I'm with all of them, except for Ray Epps. I'm for all of them, and I think they did good, and we will bail them out and provide them with attorney, attorneys, anybody who ever does anything like that. Do you think that that would encourage more people to do that? Be neutral or discourage? What do you think? They are Telling people like in Nashville, if you have a good reason, you're fine. You're totally fine. Mm. In fact, you might be a hero. We'll bail you out. We'll clean it up. We'll cover it up. You just you just do your thing. They are breeding killers. Incentivizing the behavior. Yes, because they're all sick. All of them have a mental illness. You don't go and do this without a mental illness. So they are playing on their souping up the people 
who have a mental illness. How many times have you, let me rephrase it, have you ever heard anyone on any of these lefty talk shows or, you know, CNN, have you ever heard anyone say to their audience, be careful who you're surrounded by. There are a lot of crazy leftists. There are also maybe people that want you to strike out and do these things. Whatever you do, don't. That's not the way we do things. We don't burn cities down. We don't riot. We don't do those things. Have you ever heard them say that? No, you've heard them say the opposite over and over and over again. So when a guy shows up at a bank with a gun and kills five people, and he says in his manifesto, it's because you know Joe Biden is right and all these people are right, we got to grab guns. Does that give anyone pause on what you're doing? Anything. No, because with the left, the ends justify the means. And that should chill Americans to the bone. What's the difference between killing five and 500,000? Ends justify the means. America's going down the wrong path. And I think most Americans know it. You just have to remind yourself all the time who we are, who we are. They're doing everything they can to destroy our history, to destroy our values, destroy our churches. They're coming up. This is a new religion. This is a religion, whether they like it or not. They abandoned God long ago. And what Nietzsche said is true. You can't just banish God. It leaves a vacuum. And you will worship another God. Well, that's what happened to a third of Germans. They worshipped a god of science and a mythological pagan-style god and Adolf Hitler. And look where, they, look where they ended up. And nobody stood up to stop them because the churches were too slow, too asleep, too worried about losing things. America's different, always has been. When our churches begin to get it, and that's really for you, you need to start leaving your church if they're silent and go find another one. If they're silent on all of this stuff, you need to say, what, 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 what is the deal here? What is the deal? If they're not at least, you know, uh, preaching against silence, preaching against, you know, chaos, trying to make people better and come together and teach people how to do that. If they're not doing that, if they're not pointing out evil, why are you going? Why are you going? And don't you dare leave your church without telling your church exactly why you're leaving. The best of the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, the big story of the day, uh, one of the biggest, I think, in 
in uh, in news for a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, Tucker Carlson is out at Fox News. Now, I don't know what that means. You know, in, we're in wild speculation territory. You know, could be that he was fired um, because of, you know, they just paid out, you know, almost a billion dollars and they don't want any chance of anything. But that's suicidal. To me, this is a suicidal move for Fox. If it's their move, right? If it's their move. We don't know. Could be that Tucker decided he wanted to leave. Could be that Tucker, they, they asked Tucker to do something he was not comfortable doing. That re- could be. Let me, yeah, let me read this statement to you. Tell me, okay. this is the way it's framed. This is from Fox News. They say Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. That's exactly what they said, I think, when I left. Right. And that has always been framed as you got fired, which I know for a fact yeah. was not true, considering I saw their offer for your extension. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was always a weird uh, framing for yeah, the media. So we parted ways. So that that bodes well that Tucker, I don't know, may have been asked to, hey, you got to you got to stop with X, Y or Z. Mm, no. See ya. Right. Could be that. Yeah. He I, you know, I don't know what his contract was. Um and, it, it, you know, it probably was, it very well could be that they um, couldn't fire him because they didn't have cause. And so they wanted to change maybe the format of the show, wanted him mm-hmm. to do things differently, et cetera, et cetera, and make it unworkable for him. So that way he would say, All right. I, I'm not doing that. And they'd say, well, the only other thing is you leave. Well, I got a contract. Fine. We'll pay it out. Because if you fired him, he had to pay it out anyway. Mm. Um, we thank him for his service to the network yeah. as a host as and what? prior to that as a contributor. Uh, Mr. Carlson's, this is, I mean, amazing. Mr. Carlson's last program was February, April 21st. I, the fact that you have the number one host in all of cable news and he doesn't even come back on to say, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, that, no goodbye show, no, none of that. Just he's done. Fox News Tonight will air at 8 p.m. Eastern this evening on an interim as an interim host helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. Would you sign up for the Blaze right now so I we just have a bucket full of money we could throw his way? Uh, Where would they go for that, Glenn? You'd go to uh, blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn. You'll save $20 if you use the promo code question everything. Uh, become a subscriber. I'll tell you now more than ever, where are you going to get the truth? Hmm. Tucker was the only guy out there that I felt was in the mainstream media that was telling America the truth. Who's doing that? There's nobody in the mainstream media. Nobody. And I, I now include Fox. Getting rid of Tucker Carlson? Wow. Letting him walk out the door even? Wow. A guy's at the top of it. He had, what, three days with Elon Musk last week. Hmm. You get to sit down with Elon Musk at this time with everything that's going on between the Starship and uh, Twitter? Ah. And you're gone the next week? Never seen anything like it. Never seen it. Really like it. is a remarkable. It's not the way I thought this day was going. No, no, no. That's that's for sure.
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's I kinda, uh, every day I think, well, it's going to be interesting to see how all that works out. It's amazing, too, as, as I'm watching Succession. And they're in the final season, just like watching all the. You wonder how much of this stuff is real um, behind the scenes. But, I think a lot of it is real. Yeah, it's certainly based on stuff. Yeah. And again, it's a negative take on what you is basically the Fox yeah. News Channel. Um, it's I think fascinating to watch this because you've really have we ever seen a situation like this? I mean, they they got rid of uh, Bill O'Reilly at very near his peak. Closest or at his peak. thing you could come up to is. Um, um, Oh, shoot. I just forgot his name. Um, he was at NBC, did the morning show. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. But again, that was totally different. I know. Situation. Totally. Yeah. No, totally different scenario. But he still was the big, the big guy. Big name. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't even at his peak. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really, I mean, this is Tucker Carlson world peak. You know, the damage this does to the right. If if the left and Soros money, which I guarantee you was involved, if that if they can learn that they can do this, we're done. By the way, have you seen that uh, the automakers are dropping all AM radios? Mm. This is, in fact, let me Crucial. give you something. This is from the uh, the National Association of Broadcasters. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radios in cars. There's a lot of reasons, but this is another way just to silence us on AM radio. Uh, please, they are, they're going to drive us out of everything. They can get away with this. Oh, they are so emboldened. Uh, text AM to 52886, tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. Please do that. We need a strong showing in Congress. Text AM to 52886. Congress, we need AM radios in cars. Do not let them drop that. Uh, This message kind of from the uh, National Association of Broadcasters and me.